Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and we are joined by Bradley Ellis. Hey. Daniel Bloodworth. Hello. Brandon Jones. Hey. And making this all happen, Ian Hink. There's a new camera angle over there, wasn't it? I do have a new camera angle. Yeah, we got a new tripod in here, and it's better, but also too big to put on the desk the way I used to do. So it's to the left now. Hello. It makes your room look clean. The room is clean, Kyle. Okay. We got to get something on that wall there. Oh, gosh. We got plenty of stuff. That's true. Yeah, yeah. we got to put something over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brandon, are you here to stay? Yeah. All right. Like for today, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean like for for on the podcast. Are you like regular listeners want to know? If you'll have me. Unfortunately, we're doing yeah. a very weird podcast next week. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> Without me. So yeah, I can't yeah. make that promise. Yeah. That's good. I will be gone for a week and then I'll be back. We'll all be gone. Sure. You know what? Why not talk about that ahead of corrections uh or the game? Uh next week's podcast will be a Gamescom solo cast. I'm recording from my hotel room in Cologne, Germany. Uh, it will be short. It's probably going to be like a half hour long because, you know, I can't carry an hour sure. and a half alone. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be covering any news that pops up uh, that oh, Monday. Yeah. yeah. And get Keely to take you to one of those Argentinian steakhouses. They're pretty good. Um, imagine me having a meal with Jeff Keeley. Right. It's How hard doing, to picture. Pal? It hasn't happened. How's Easy Allies? Yeah. <laughs> I have, I, I've had, I think, two personal conversations with that human in my entire life. Oh, you're missing out. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you've been working with him for years? Yeah, man. I'm still small fry. You know what I mean? I'm still yeah. like... He knows your name, though. He you gotta, you gotta break in. You gotta yeah. catch it. Just catch him when he's eating a sandwich or something, mm-hmm. when his hands are full. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, ideas. But like, when you get him, he's present, very open. Yeah. Yeah. He'll give you all of himself. He's, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, so the week after that will be our first recorded on a Thursday. What? Uh, so that will go up Friday to patrons $5 and up, and Sunday to publicly. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Thursday. Boom. Right? Yep. Uh, yeah. So uh, going forward, we're going to try to record on Thursdays. Uh, hey, we'll find out why later on in this podcast. A lot of stuff drops on Wednesdays and Thursdays. It just happens this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we'll be able to be a more up-to-date podcast going forward. Uh, and hey, if it if it bombs, we're flexible, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know? If like... We can change. <laughs> yes. If our podcast starts getting like 10K views on Sundays, we, we can swap right back. He's a gig. Heck, we can do Mondays. I want to make sure to thank uh, Daniel Bloodworth for filling in for me while I was gone. Uh, it was so nice to see you. He attended boy. a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. That's fun times. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun podcast. Speaking of which, it's time for our final entry into the 2019 Desire oh, Index. Oh, I yeah. made it just in the nick of time. Uh, Brad, we almost <laughs> finished it, but then a game graduated and we had to add another one. Uh, Madden, Madden graduated. Okay, I was like, excuse me? Yep. Um, okay, so here's what we're adding this week. This is uh, the submission is from Shubhankar Parijat, Death Stranding. Oh. Ooh. This Ooh. is the 10th. And final game. Ooh. Let's make it a big one. <laughs> Tell us how much you desire the return of Kojima. Is it okay if I look at your list? Uh, I'll tell you the list. Okay. I'll tell you. I usually do top five. Okay. We're, this is the last week. I'm going to tell you top ten. All right. In descending order. Pokemon Sword, least desired game. <laughs> uh, Marvel's Avengers, just above that. Link's Awakening, just above that. Luigi's Mansion, then we got our top five. Astral Chain, Doom Eternal, The Last of Us Part Two, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and the most desired game by the Easy Allies, as of right now, Cyberpunk. 
2077. Mm-hmm. This list is insane. Mm. <laughs> All right, I got an idea. Okay. What number was Doom? Doom was number four. And what was five again? Astral Chain? Yeah. I desire this more than Doom. Okay. Just because of the mm. mystery. Mm-hmm. And Kojima's back, baby. It yeah. looks like he's going all out right now. Yeah. Like, I love Doom. I'm so pumped for Doom. Mm-hmm. But this is just like a new yeah. weird game. I don't know what the hell this game is, and that's exciting to me. Let's not stop there. Obviously, we all desire this game more than The Last of Us Part 2. Stop. stop it. What do you mean, stop it? I do. Yeah. What? By, like, a lot. This is this oh. game is number one. Okay. okay. No. Yes. No, 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 yes. No. It's the number one on my curiosity index. But desire, like, I need, I need to know a little bit more. What more do you need to, to know? Well, think about what you know about Last of Us following, like, that this is going to be a continuation of that game that I played, and what I've seen is so specific to that game. Same thing with Doom. What we're seeing is the, this, you know, the amazing qualities of both of these games just made even better. And it's like, who knows what this guy's up to? Like, who just, knows what this game... This is your entire case? I think there's so many other curveballs that are going to happen, whereas all the news from Last of Us and Doom and all those other things, I think it's just going to get better and better and are better. Are you arguing for it to be more desirable or against? I think I would actually put it right under Doom. But okay. Uh, I'm okay with, sure. with Brad's pick also. Sure. This is to, me, to me, the curiosity makes it more desirable, not less. Again, I'm more curious. The marketing campaign is my is 10. I mean, yeah. uh, there's no marketing. There's no trailer I desire more than another trailer for this game. Yes. But and while the open world stuff like really speaks to me, it's like I think this game I think this game might be incredibly slow, really, really, really slow. Just very procedural with the ladders. Mm. I was talking to a couple of friends actually recently. They were like, "I'm not excited about that game at all." I was like, "What?" And uh, they sure. brought up just a lot of valid points. So they were like, "I just don't see the through line yet of just kind of like what all the angles of this experience." It's like every time he shows something, it's so very specific. But he's so good at showing that. He's so good at selling his mm. stuff. You know. I'm I, I desire more, but the actual game, like I don't I'm shocked. All these other I'm things are all these other things are just on track to just such be surefire successes. Mm-hmm. I look at all the, the that top five, it's like I think those are all gonna be great. With the exception of just Astral Chain, which is not my jam. It's which getting bumped. Stranding uh, Astral Chain is bumped from top five for sure. And I've yeah. been listening to this podcast. Sorry, I Collins. know. Yeah. Yeah. Ben's Sorry, here, Ben's fun. <laughs> uh, we like we like Astral Chain, I swear. How can one this is just what I, I can't fathom this. Okay. How can a human being, a, a human adult who has lived a life, who has had experiences, had arguments, had great days, bad days, you know, gone through so many life experiences, how can that person possibly desire Cyberpunk 2077 more than Death Stranding? How is this even, how is this even possible? Um... They both have great credentials, so it's hard for me to like slight one over the other. Yeah. I um, just know the quality of I have a great idea what Cyberpunk's gonna be, and there's all the surprises that's gonna be in there also. I trust CD Projekt Red mm-hmm. so much with an open world game I, and storytelling. I don't know what the hell Death Stranding is gonna be, but it's gonna be a wild ride. That's what I know. Yeah, man. But I don't know if that'll be enough. Oh. Wow. But like, I mean, yeah, let's I, mean, be real. I think Tell that's kind of the thing where it's <laughs> yeah. like the yeah. the not knowing what it is like raises it to a certain point, but then also kind of keeps you from going beyond that because you're like, I don't know what it is, what this is gonna be, and I'm really excited for that. But is it actually gonna be good? Is it gonna be replayable? Like, is it gonna be like five hours of sitting here watching a movie? You know, like I don't know. So that's why I think it's like it, it rises to a certain point, but then it's like. Okay, those last two, I don't know if it can overcome them. Sure. Uh, this game, 
we will see more of it at Gamescom, presumably. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. already announced. Uh, yeah, for he's going to be there, lives. so yeah. Yeah. it's coming. Uh, will we feel differently, or do you think we're going to get another long session of our chains being tugged? I think we'll see more of the game, actually. You think like, so? An idea of what the game actually is more so. Yeah. Like, we have a, a small idea. I think it'll be much more clear this time around. I bet Kojima himself will be playing the game on stage. Ooh. You know what's going to be Keely. I like that he just tweets out pictures of, like, you know, that character just, like, by a lake or something. You know, like, yeah. like nothing spoilery at all. It's like, very just, intentional, but yeah. But he's, he's pumping out a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. if you follow him on Twitter, like, you get a lot of crazy updates on that game. Uh, I, as far as I know, that this company's never made a game before. Right. It's their first game. This yeah. is just that, too. You They've know, made it's a lot like of toys, have, like, <laughs> no games yet. When you have the Doom team going into Doom 2, when you have, like, the team that made Witcher going into Cyberpunk, it's, like, mm-hmm. it's so exciting. You're just, like... I, it's hard for me to think, again, Last of Us, it's like hard for me to think that anything can really go wrong wow. with these projects where well, it's like, I, I don't think something can go wrong with Death Stranding. Like, I think it's going to be a fascinating project. It's just like, it's just not as, not as much as a sure thing as, as some of these other things. Sure. I, I feel like that's a little weird though. Cause like, just cause the company name Kojima Productions hasn't made a game before, like all the people that work there have made like a lot mm-hmm. just together, you know? Yeah. Kyle, I'll give you one. I'll make that's one thing. That's probably true of every okay. game. Sure. MGS5. Mm-hmm was kind of a disappointment to me. Not, not not all of it was Kojima's fault. Dude, you don't have to say kind of. That's a disappointment Yes, yeah, so it was a disappointment. I think yes. there were some good aspects. Like, the gameplay was good, I think, mm-hmm. but I was ultimately disappointed by some of the stuff in the game. Yeah. Some of the story stuff, you're just like, what? Yeah. Why? Like, I know the ending is not his fault. <laughs> a little stumble. Like, no matter what, even though if it wasn't his fault, I'm, like, still feeling a kind, the little burn of Metal Gear Solid Five just, like, lingering. I hear you. So, okay. so I'm, I think, the I think... guard is just... The sl- just slightly <laughs> up. It sounds to me the panel has to decide then if this goes after Last of Us or after Doom Eternal. I think it should go... What numbers are What those? do you think, Blood? Uh, Last of Us is three, Doom Eternal four. Because we've already kind of weighed yeah, in on wh- that. I'm curious blood? what Blood thinks. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I mean, agree with Brad. Or I think a three to me is the, the spot. Right. Yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah sure. I, I think Last of Us, whatever it's still got up its sleeve, it's still so yeah. far it's up its sleeve that it just kind yeah. of looks like, okay, here's a continuation of the story and you know some improvements in, in all aspects, but not really like, uh, okay, what's, what's yeah, really going to grab Just me? with Naughty Dog Kyle, like, zero worries. Their track record has been so good recently. Mm-hmm. So good. I have yeah. no concerns. Yeah. Death Stranding? Like, Death Stranding, got some concerns. I'm, I'm slightly it. concerned, but it's also really exciting that I'm... Like, being concerned to me in that sense is kind of exciting. Yeah. Just like, what the hell is this game? That's all I'm at. I have to now give the final Desire Index mm-hmm. rankings for 2019. Number one, Cyberpunk 2077. Number two, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Number three, The Last of Us Part Two. Number four, Death Stranding. Huge snub. Number five, <laughs> Doom Eternal. Number six, Astral Chain. I think it still outperformed itself. I think it's good at number six. Number seven... Luigi's Mansion 3, number 8, Link's Awakening, number 9, Marvel's Avengers, number 10, Pokemon Sword. The least desired game by Easy Allies. Um, no, well, no. So weird. <laughs> yep, no, yeah, number 10 on the desire index. That's a clickbait headline. Yeah, right it really, really is. Uh, so, yeah, so that's it. We won't return to that for at least another year. Uh, though there were a lot of comments where it just like, just make that a show, and like immediately, I was like, "Yeah, this Desire Index would be really cool, mm. like FS1 weekly show." You, you want to host that? it? Let's do it. You yeah. want that so bad? I want that. I so feel bad. like Kyle just wants a show like that <laughs> because I, this is hard for people who hate the Desire Index to understand. There are people who love it to death. 
I think it's fun. Yep. Who? You? <laughs> Comments. Commenters. <laughs> Maybe alt accounts for what me, does but FS1 like. one mean? Fox Sports one. one. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's what? So it's <laughs> sports. So there's a Fox Sports channel that really has to like stretch to come up with programming. Mm-hmm. And so basically oh. that's why I thought of it. It's just like this could work on FS1. You know what I it's mean? It's like a like, dumping <laughs> ground. Yeah. What is it? Like dodgeball, like the Ocho? What is the Ocho? Like ESPN. The Ocho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's time for corrections. Please begin corrections music, Jonesy. Uh, uh, the, okay, we always say this, and it's never been true. The 2K, the WWE 2K games, they never had microtransactions you can pay money for. They did have an in-game currency. And so, like, that's where we, like, get messed up. It's, it's like, designed for microtransactions, but they never popped in. Never, ever. Hmm. Um... The Pacific, Rim, the Pacific Rim game that Huber and I learned of last week from Ukes. Yeah, I just learned of this. Brad, it's a it's an Xbox 360, PS3, like 2D fighting game. What? It looks so sick. It's been delisted. No. Uh, yeah. No. You can't get it anymore. You can't get it any anywhere. Man. Not even on. Was it digital only? Digital only. Oh. So it's like Scott Pilgrim. It's just gone. Now that's a show. <laughs> that's brutal. <laughs> yes. Find that game. Yeah. Right. Like we'd have <laughs> to like. Find that game. I guess go somewhere. Go to garage sales and like load up their PS3s. Hey, and, like you not got on a Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I'm Holy. trying to think. I don't even think the PS3. It doesn't like the public version doesn't have like a package installer or anything. So you you couldn't just like get it from a friend on a thumb drive. I got it from a friend on a thumb drive. Uh, That's the name of the show. Jones, this is really important for you. Uh, Vegito is Vegeta dominant. Gogeta is Goku dominant. Got it. Uh, Though, there is some debate if either of those are dominated by any personality. Yeah. Isn't Gogeta, wasn't he just in uh, the movies? The Broly one, yeah. But he was in uh, one of the other ones, like the 13th movie. What was that movie called? It was the Janembo one. Yeah. Because there's too much going on to do any sort of like significant testing, you know. It's not like you're gonna have a fusion and then like get them in a lab or something and then do like you know sit right. down, sit down in this chair for a second. Jones, you know just... that it's you know that it's very limited time. Right, like, you're just burning energy. How the whole is time voice okay. handled? It's both. So that's what's really Same interesting. Time. Blood is I learned this because people are talking about which one is dominant. So if it's Gogeta, the Goku voice actor is going in first. And then the Vegeta voice hmm. actor is trying to match what he just did. Ah. If it's Vegito, it's, it's the other thing around. What's the Trunks and Goten's one name? Gotenks. Gotenks, that's right. Yeah. And so, yeah, you just hear both voices, Blood. Okay. Yeah. And Corrections music, please. This is a show, too. Just talking about Dragon Ball? Dragon Ball Corrections. So, basically, if you talk about Dragon Ball Z for at least 20 minutes, you're going to make three mistakes. And so the show could perpetually <laughs> just feed into itself <laughs> of just making new mistakes. Uh, Jones, do you remember, it's been a while, my favorite way to start a podcast? Game announcement. Yes. Still? Still. Good. Uh, less fulfilling, but still pretty interesting, a game leak. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's not the same. You'd want it to be official. You want that reveal trailer, but sometimes games just leak. It happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the weekend, there was a, uh, a trademark filed for a game called Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. Uh, uh, in Europe, a European trademark. Uh, then, I think this was just yesterday, uh, a trailer leaked. Full-on, in-development trailer, in-edit, mid-edit. So basically, Ooh. the trailer's Ugh. crazy to watch because it has like some like just, uh, uh, what's it called when you're just drawing the frames that you want 
Storyboards? Storyboards, yeah. Legit oh. storyboards. Yeah, animatically is probably more accurate. Uh, within the trailer, uh, like really like uh, gross framey uh, uh, cutscenes or gameplay, I mean. Um, and then it had somebody's name in the lower left hand corner. You know what I mean? Where it's like it had like a, it had time code in like upper left and like down like just all over the place. It had you know markups on it. And then you know just like that person is presumably in a lot of trouble right now. Yep. It's just like that is their name. Uh, I could not before this podcast find that trailer anywhere for our panelists to see. Seems to be removed. Mm. Uh, so I'll try my best to explain it to you, panel. I mean, you know what. Garden Warfare 2 looks like. Yes. You yeah. have the perfect expectation for what yeah. this game looks like. Okay. It's a Huber special. It's a Huber special. Uh, you saw new character classes. Uh, the song, the trailer song is kind of fun in that the lyrics just explain everything you're seeing. Mm. Huh, nice. Um, so it's like, it's, it was a good, I mean, <laughs> look forward to the trailer. I presume that, <laughs> Gamescom. It's probably Gamescom. I, I feel like when we record our podcast, Next week, uh, I'll be able to talk about where this game in some extent, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I bet it was close to release anyway, especially if there were tra- that trademark popped up. Um, uh, zombies, oh, man, I remember like a ninja zombie, I think. Whoa, Just cool. What sucks is I was watching this trailer with low volume, assuming I'd be able to watch it again, and now I just have to explain the things. I saw like some acorns go into the ground and become a giant tree. That was really cool. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think that. It's interesting. It is. This is such a weird franchise. Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah. Hugely successful as like the weird strategy game. Uh, was that ever free to play? Was that a free to play mobile game? No. Uh, PDZ2 is. Okay. Uh, and then Garden Warfare was a combat game, a team based combat game. Yeah. Uh, hugely su- successful. There's a sequel to it. There's a lot of lore involved. Yeah. <laughs> with Plants vs. Zombies that I'm always shocked by. Uh, and so this is a sequel to that. However, panel. Uh, and I always, you know, I'm nervous about talking about these things before a reveal because it could just become sure, yeah. outdated immediately. Uh, is this a Garden Warfare sequel in that, let me just ask you this. Panel, the simplest question. How much do you expect this game to cost in today's 40. market? 40. Yeah. Uh, free to play, maybe. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm thinking, Jones. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. It, could, it could go That's that what way. they did with PVZ. They, they turned it into a free-to-play model. And uh, while well, I love PVZ2, they added a ton of stuff to PVZ2. And it's free to play, so that's really yeah. great. Uh, it definitely is like whoo, so different from PVZ1. It's, it's like you can see the company get bought. You know, like if you just oh, if you, like, check out PVZ1 and then yeah. go, go to 2. So many great things about 2, but it clearly is like a, a whole different structure, oh. constantly asking you for money. So I wonder if they're doing that to Garden Warfare 1 and 2. Because it's weird it's not called Garden Warfare 3. Right. Uh, so I wonder if it's that, but they're gonna like have more, just keep adding more characters to it, mm-hmm. and you want to get do those you, new characters. And uh, do you do you know if EA is doing a Gamescom press conference this year? I haven't heard anyone talk about it. They are not. They okay. are not doing a Gamescom press conference. But EA confirmed to be at Keeley's opening night live. Okay, so they're doing that instead. That makes sense. Or the game we're about to talk about. Sounds like next. a fun Gamescom ish announcement. Yeah. Yeah, that um, makes sense. And it's been a long time since the series has done anything. It's yeah. been so long that we've seen the rise of Fortnite since the last game. And that's kind of right. where I'm mm. why I'm thinking mm. free to play. Yeah. 
Because it looks like a Fortnite-esque game. It, it looks like, you know, goofy you can Im- fun. Yeah, you can imagine that team watching Fortnite being like, we can do this. You yeah. know, just like talking, you know, hamburgers and, so, you know, like just the the, the weirdness. Because, you know, Fortnite tries to play cool a lot. But mm-hmm. like when Fortnite just gets weird and celebrates its own lore. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, it definitely has that PVZ kind of I aesthetic. should say uh, there's no indication that it's Battle Royale in the trailer itself. It looks just like team-based battle right. again. Uh, but, but they have a lot of success with... Apex, so true. Oh, yeah. They can yeah, learn yeah. any lessons true. from that. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, what Apex so strange is it is still successful relatively, but like so much less successful than it was at its launch. You know, I wonder what you do extrapolate from that. Um, yeah, PVZ is interesting. It's a huge franchise, but like if you didn't shadow drop it like Apex, I wonder if that's something that like its biggest fans would even remember the date. You know, like because that's really like a mobile audience i think like definitely on console like a lot of people tuned in for garden warfare but like that would seem to be something that you would follow it's a great point with the apex model just yeah boom, yeah but it. i mean they could also make it a big deal that day yeah because as far as i know apex isn't on mobile phones right right like, it right. is not so if you could do it more like fortnite mm. where you can play on a console or on a phone you know call of duty's mm. coming out with their phone game sometime yeah. stadia you need skins <laughs> you need skins for sure if the if Right now, if you're developing Neighborville and you don't have skins for your zombies and plants, <laughs> delay. Delay yeah. until you have skins. Like, uh, just like I think that's the only way for because mm. like a DLC game to... never came to the original Plants vs Zombies and P- PVZ two is just constantly new stuff. That's like, funny. just you know, constantly yelling at me and sending me notifications like new update, new update. The icon on my phone is like changing every month. Like, they're just it's like a service now. So, yeah, they have a precedent for it. Yeah, and it's uh, it sells a lot. Still, I think like yeah, and I think this is game has been its de- development has been rumored for a while uh, because I mean there's just this team who makes this very specific thing and it's like they haven't made another EA game <laughs> since you know so yeah, it's yeah, just clearly uh, the Garden Warfare team. Cool, go for it. Uh, and uh, yeah, obviously I'm I'm very sorry if that's all outdated information. We're going with what we got. Uh, speaking of which, uh, earlier this week. Hey, actually, you know what? This story stretches a while back. EA's been saying we have a Need for Speed game coming out in 2019 for a while. They said we're not going to show it at E3. It's still 2019. (laughs) You know, this is what they say to investors. It's happening. We have a Need for Speed game coming out. Don't be surprised, but it's Mm. coming out. Uh, (laughs) um, Was this a trademark? No, no, there was a rumor about Need for Speed Heat, like the title had leaked. Uh, And then earlier this week, uh, the announcement was made, hey, Need for Speed announcement coming Wednesday morning, right after they record the Easy Allies podcast. (laughs) Uh, And so uh, we were like, oh, cool, new Need for Speed. And then some data leaked. We have a title. It is called Need for Speed Heat. We have seen the logo, very 80s, very Mm -hmm. Miami 80s. And it's it's where the rumor is that the game takes place in Miami. And after we've seen the title in one screenshot, there's no reason to think it won't be. Uh, and the one screenshot we do see is a close-up of a woman in a car who has cool tattoos. And she looks mad. <laughs> she doesn't look like she's having fun in her car. She looks like she is focused in her car. Panel, again, anybody who's listening to this podcast may be now aware of what Need for Speed Heat fully is. They've seen the reveal trailer and we haven't. But I want to talk about Need for Speed. I want to talk about what this game needs to do for us to take Need for Speed seriously. I mean, the last game would have been great if they hadn't tried to, like, saddle it with weird free-to-play model hijinks. Okay, way more details, Blood. So what was the last game? 
Uh, well, I, was, I was trying to remember the details. Um, Need for Speed. What what was it? I think it was a, another remake. It was no, was it, it wasn't a remake. Wanted? It was it was the Vegas one. Uh huh. But I mean, like, I, I think like they re- reused a name. Did they? No, it's not like a hot pursuit comeback. No, it was like heist or no, something. I can't, what, what was oh, that thing it called? Might have been the payback. Payback was 2017. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> Need for Speed Full Stop was 2015. Got it. Yeah. <sighs> That's what it was called, Full Stop. No, no, no. Sorry, just Need for Speed. But yeah, so they, you know, you kind of had like <laughs> these guys and like fighting off gangs or whatever around Vegas and doing stunts and that. Like they had this this one where like. Do you, remember, do you remember from E3 where, like, they came up and they, like, got alongside of a truck or something? It was a good then, E3 demo. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the game itself, like, it was fun. It had some great course design. It had a cool open world. I'm surprised by all this praise, Blood. Yeah. But, but then. But then, like, yeah, they just had, like, all this weird microtransaction stuff where you had to, like, you know, like, go through things to get parts to upgrade your car to do events. and They were randomized, weren't they? They were basically loot boxes. Kind of, yeah. Like you don't I get don't to... remember all the details, but watch my review. It's full of complaining. Yeah. And it's a funny <laughs> yeah. cut, too. Or like you couldn't, you couldn't pick the part that you wanted to upgrade. You just got to like open a box and hope you got that part that you want. Something like that. Was it that was... like right before or right after Battlefront 2? Wasn't there like three games in a row from EA? Yeah. You are just like... Yeah. I mean, oh, before Battlefront 2, yeah. Uh... So here we are, like with Need for Speed, EA not giving up, and they give up on they drop stuff really fast. Oh, Need for Speed makes a ton of money. I bet you that game made a ton of money too. So still profitable, oh, right? Yeah. And so they have it's, to. Make it's it just a matter of like how much money did it bring in, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah. So, Blood, oh, yeah, I remember cutting this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember actually, this. I kind of remember the trailer too. It's like Blood at a gas station, like opening loot boxes. Uh, Sounds fun. Um. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't have right now a good impression that we will walk away from, with a with a good impression from Need for Speed Heat. Do you know? It's hard for me to imagine. It's weird that they waited this long. I will say that. I want to talk about that too. But at the same time, Need for Speed, the, the impressions to like when the game comes out, like they never make any sense to me. Like, I, I will get bad impressions from an Need for Speed game, and then the game comes out and like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Mm. And then I'll get the other way around and like, oh, this first reveal looks great. And then you get the game and it's like, well, okay. That you know, it was it was okay, but that's all I can really say for it. But I tend to like Need for Speed games even when people are trashing on them. So, blood. What if? And here's my imagination of what this trailer will be like. They the intent will be that we watch it and go, whoa. This is a cool story. They got no, Jason Statham. Yeah. yeah, they are obsessed. They and are I, obsessed with trying to tell a story. And I think there's no way. I think there's no way that zero percent. You watch this trailer and say, "Wow, cool story." There's like, I think it's impossible. Right here in the underground, yeah. we play by our own rules. <laughs> <laughs> that's so accurate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think that's about to happen, or do you think they might take a different direction with this franchise? This From year? what you're telling me, there's yeah. absolutely a story. Okay. They're absolutely going to put a sadly, focus on sadly, yes. I don't Miami and all this. Yeah, Drug cartel. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think they should get really trashy about it. You know, I, I, I would think, love it, man. I think that would be kind of fun. You yes. know, they, if, especially if they're going to do microtransactions, it's like, just get filthy. You know, just, mm-hmm. have, just have this game be like, oh, this game just... It's just a funk to this game, you know, because it's like that. But if you're trying to like cutesy, like, oh, this crew, you're going to love the this band of four gangsters. You're like, I, we will not. I don't we're not going to like any of these characters. 
But if like at least you have, you know, kind of like, I think about the way GT Online, like there's some ads I've seen for GT Online where I'm just like, oh, OK, like you're just like they don't care. Like they're clearly like these are all horrible people in this world that are just oh, doing sure. horrible oh, yeah. things. The, 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 and every time we have a new update, yeah. this car we're showing off yeah. costs billions of dollars, you know. And so it's like I've always kind of respected that in a weird way because it's trashy, you know, like but it, it celebrates that's fun. And, and when I saw that Fast and the Furious, they were trying that for payback, I got that vibe. I was like, oh, it totally makes sense. And just make it fun. Make it stupid. Make it meet new characters like Brucey from GTA 4, which is like tons of energy, cracking me up for 30 minutes, and then they're gone from the campaign. And then it's like you boot it up, and it's like, my brother died. And you're like, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be something yeah. like That's that. That's the crew, just but like, yeah. I lost all that coke. I got to get it back. Like, I don't, don't care. You know what would be amazing is if they have a character that's like, Supposed to be the comic relief, but they're also like super annoying and they're in the passenger seat as you're driving and they just never stop talking unless you pay a certain <laughs> microtransaction <laughs> fee it's to like, like shut man. them up. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a true Glenny ingredient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He and Glenny are they're talking. They're they're on the phone. <laughs> yeah, th- what if the protagonist is just a dumb guy who says, I like to go fast. What if it was like No More he- uh not No More Heroes, um Yes No More Heroes, I'm thinking of? Yes, the Travis, Travis touchdown. That's only like okay. that. You know what? Yeah. It was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just them, just really, really having fun. Even like harkening back to like EA Sports Big, you know, and like SSX and all that. You know, it's like Need for Speed should be fun. Like that should be the one. Look at all the racing of everything that's going on. Even open world is like Horizons just has you beat. Like there's just people that mm-hmm. are even like crew. I think like there were parts of that I really, really dug. Well, there's a lot of just things in terms that of the like, payback learned from Horizon. So yeah, there's there's mm. elements in there that you can definitely see the influence. Yeah, what I, I believe want... in Need for Speed. I think yeah. I think they can make it make sense in terms of what they want it to be. But, but if, I'm so if it's going to sell out, then sell out the story too. Don't make it serious. I, I'm mad we're talking about the story. I'm mad that that would be a concern for this racing game. Like, what's the story of? They Horizon? made a movie, man. Like, there's yeah. they, they yeah. really <laughs> yeah. they really care. Uh, so th- what I really want to talk about though is kind of what Blood touched on for a second. Uh, they didn't show this game at E3. They didn't show Plants vs. Zombies right. Battle for Neighborville at E3. Uh, the E3 presentations were pretty slim, uh, yeah. Star Wars included. And so one thing that we've repeated on this podcast many times is for someone to wait. Wait as long as possible before revealing your game. Uh, because the longer you wait, the more boring it gets. The more tired we get of your game, the more old your f- games feels when it comes out. I don't know. How do we f- how do we feel about these decisions? Do you th- do you think these are good PR moves? Yeah, I think it it definitely could be. I think it could work. I mean, it worked out for Apex for sure mm-hmm. to just shadow mm-hmm. drop the game as nobody even knew about it. Um, and yeah, I think that when you deal like with a, a genre like racing, I mean, they've already been on a pretty short leash with Need for Speed. Like usually it's E3 and then the game is out that October. So, yeah, it, it's interesting to see them, like, shorten that even more because I, I think that there is a certain point where there's, you know, there's not much that you can do in a trailer that's going to make it more exciting. You know, even if you can drive around and play and do stunts all day, like, what you actually see visually without doing it yourself can be kind of diminishing returns. Sure. Um, Jones, I want... I, <sighs> It's so tricky because I believe that. I believe, wait, 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 wait with your game. Don't show it too early. I think they should have shown more for Star Wars. I think the EA could have had a better E3. Yes. Well, it's it's like everything. It's like the story, what we were talking about. EA overvalues things 
really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's a skill that they have honed, and they are just excellent at it. We're overestimating like this protagonist, you're gonna love this guy. And like mm. we, he's fine, but we're not we're not as enamored with him as you think, you know. And like you know, Saul Guerrero, like he's in it, and like oh cool, it's like. It's like, that's not that big of a deal, guys. Calm down. You know, like, they're just, <laughs> yeah. they play things up. The campaign in Battlefront 2, like, they just, they, they focus on the wrong thing. And I think a lot of times it's to kind of cover up, like, some of the weird stuff they're doing on the side that yeah. they gotta know people aren't gonna like. Well, in the case of Star Wars, it's like, everything we're not showing you is amazing. Yeah. That, that's what's so right. frustrating about it. Just, like, and my desires for that video game are strong, and their advertising is just on a different network. You yeah. know, like, they're just, they're existing as two separate entities. Like, with the image, the game that they're showing me and the game that I saw at E3, like both cool, but they're just di- there's clearly some kind of like re- repackaging that they're doing that mm-hmm. just isn't really truthful. I think like to the game. Uh, Brad, hop in on that. Oh, I was just talking about Star Wars. I think they didn't show the most exciting parts of the game and the ideas behind it. Like, yeah, people saw that trailer and thought it was just kind of like an Uncharted ripoff. But there's this like whole other level to being like a Metroidvania going to other planets and stuff like that coming back here, and they don't show like any of that. Mm-hmm. To me, that's the most interesting stuff. There's there's a moment when he tries to take over the AT-AT and uh, BD-1, boy, it's mm-hmm. been a while, uh, is on the panel, and it's before you get control of it, and this guard pops up in the hologram, and it's like, hey, what are you doing? This is, you know, you're not a, you know, stormtrooper. And he's like, BD-1, can you take care of that? And BD-1 just like stomps it. And I'm like, that was probably a top three moment from this demo. Like, that's so great, their relationship, and like, wow, BD1's so fun, and like, you know, only got that in the demo. No trailer they showed, when, even when we got the expanded gameplay thing, like, didn't, they cut right past that moment, and it's like, you're missing the best stuff, mm-hmm. like, just in terms of, I don't know why you're holding this stuff back. Same thing with Avengers. It's like, let it go. Now is the, the, the dam is broken. You know, the, open the floodgates, mm-hmm. get yeah. it out. Should they have waited longer to open the floodgates? Should they have um, not revealed anything of Star Wars at E3? Oh man, then they would have. Yeah, what they what would to. they have had it? Yeah, they would have had to. Oh like, sure, yeah, it would have been a slimmy three. But yeah. I mean, like, who cares? They who should cares have shown have the extended demo right off the bat instead of holding it for a while. Yes, they should have just shown mm-hmm. it all right they had there. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, so they totally it's like, why have. are you holding yes. this? Yeah, like you're doing a live stream for hours, aren't you? Just show the whole yeah. damn demo. Mm-hmm. I think the idea is, <laughs> we only have this much to show. We need to keep it piecemeal because we got to make this last. They're trying to ration out their gameplay demo, and Maybe I do think that's a bad idea. Yeah, I guess. Like, they haven't really shown much, though, beyond that. It works for Cyberpunk uh, and no one else. Sure. Cyberpunk can show it to the press, everybody's excited, and they can show it again to everybody, and they get a whole second bump, and it yeah. works for that. And you well, get that's like 45 yeah. minutes yeah. of the game. That's yes. media, but yes. Cyberpunk's meaty in a way that just yeah, Jedi's yeah. not. You know, it's like mm-hmm. picking up a dude and stabbing him with a lightsaber. I'm not like. <gasps> What did he just do? You know, it's like, oh, oh cool. Yeah, okay. You, yes, you you made are. the thing happen that I have already seen. No, when somebody shoots Cyberpunk, a blaster. Like, Wait, what? Like, so what? A blaster shot and you you force push a person into his own blaster shot. That's cool. That yes. was that was a huh. Yes, that, that was, was that, correct. Yeah. Um, it was just not as much. The world's just not as rich, I think, in terms of like intrigue and options. And But that's the kind of thing that like they're talking about having secret passages and mm-hmm. like upgradable tools and all of this. Like we didn't see that, right? We you saw see, what, the... what looks, what felt like a linear path. Mm-hmm. Jones, you have the gall <laughs> to come back on this podcast yeah. and say that the world of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is more interesting than the world of Star Wars in the games, and the way I'm seeing them represented in the games. Okay. Via their advertising. Literally, fair, like, the fair, stuff fair, fair, I'm fair. looking at right now with my eyeballs in this gameplay. Yeah. You know? And, like, when he's going down a hallway and 
throat, he chucks a droid and grabs a stormtrooper. It's like, that looks great. You know, mm-hmm. whereas like he just won exterior in Cyberpunk. It's like, wait, hold on, rewind. Take that back 20 seconds. Whoa, what's who's that? What's that sign mean? Mm. Yeah. What's going on over there? Yeah, and um, I feel like I bet there's a cool city. And they don't want they want us to like feel that oh, as the need, player, yeah, you know? You and I get that. that. Yeah. I want it I want that moment to be yeah. like a new thing too. And it's just yeah. the problem is wow, saving it. What you save and what you show to make your game look good. It's just it's so confusing to mm-hmm. me. And I'm positive confusing to marketers as well. Well, and it's different people. Like the people <coughs> making the game and stuff aren't the people making the trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I bet they're at odds with each always. other. Right? Yeah, and like there are times where it's just like people that are making the game are like wait why are they doing this like we have to make new vo now because the they're show, they're doing this uh, okay you know like it's very weird sometimes for people yeah uh okay so before we move on i do want i want the the panel's like calls on this uh was it the right call to reveal star wars as they did a, a pre e3 event a trailer a demo at e3 um was that the right time that's all I want to know is right time. I think we all agree they could have re- revealed it better, but I want to know if that was too soon or too late or the right time. Uh, I think it was the right time, like as far as like the calendar date. Yeah, I think they could have because uh, it's coming out this year. Yeah, I think yeah. I think they could have packaged together the level that they chose to show differently okay. to show better parts than they should. Uh, Need for Speed, too early, too late, or the right time? Um, Sounds like it couldn't have been playable at E three. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think so. we would have to have we have, we'll have to wait till we see what they've got. But I would think if they could have shown something, if they could have had a playable demo, then it would have beefed up that that conference as, mm-hmm. as a whole. You know what sucks? I don't hate myself not, for saying not this. A conference. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's weird in that yes, wait for as long as possible to reveal your game. I almost feel that this reveal in August lessens the perceived quality of this need for speed game mm. just like like if a game is forty dollars you're like what's wrong with it it's almost like that <laughs> weird thing it's like it's forty dollars should not like it's just a video game right. like it's not a less quality because of the price on it and so uh, to me it is kind of like what's wrong with it and and so mm-hmm. ah it's so weird it's like i get it now i get why you reveal earlier than later sometimes yeah. I, I i wonder I if those that. truly loyal to need for speed even recognize stuff like that oh it's forty dollars weird oh, anyway yeah. Do you Get think my, the next Need for Speed got to have it? Do you think that we're we're maybe thinking about it in an E3 centric way, whereas the studios, like, are we seeing the beginning of the shift away from E3 even more? Heck like, yeah, because yeah. like EA hasn't been doing it. Sony didn't even do it at all. Like, maybe this is part of that. They just don't honor that period with. They don't think it's important enough to just stack all their announcements right there. They're, we're just moving to a 365 year where they just announce games whenever they want and i'm actually i'm super cool with that i wonder what the ideal announced to launch period like length is always i'm always Ask curious Capcom, about that. probably like six months right yeah yes six unless it's like yeah th- it totally depends on the game too uh, yeah i think you there know. are like some huge tentpole games like your your lasts of us two yeah. and your cyberpunks and your uh death's stranding but like where they get years, but like most games, I think are you know six months is the way. Yeah, I think it's always yeah when the when the first calendar date comes back around the next year, you always have to think like yeah what what happened when we hear about that game? Uh oh, <laughs> you know like right. yeah. if we haven't heard anything in a full you know cycle and we're back. But Bio like, oh, yeah, yeah. But that's but that's the thing <laughs> though. I, played it? I think the problem <laughs> is is trying to play both cards. You know, it's like 
if if you're going to spread out your announcements, then your E3 is just going to look weak. If yeah. you're going to show up to E3 without anything, and then like, oh yeah, you know, we're just going to talk about some more stuff later. Like, it just looks like you don't have anything. Yeah, that, that's why I think they should do like they should do two things at E3 if they don't have quantity. Is yeah, just like a way better Jedi demo, right? Like show it and just like drop stuff, put games out, put demos out that everybody can do, and then that hype. You know, if you only show three things, the hype from that makes it seem just as awesome, you know, as having like 40 great announcements, you know? Yeah, it'll be be weird to see what they even try next year. Mm -hmm. Man, I I have no idea. That that poor company. I mean, they'll have a new... That poor company? (laughs) 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 Yeah, (laughs) it's funny. Like, you never feel bad for the executives. I don't, you know what I mean? Whatever that's happening in those board meetings, don't feel bad. But I just feel bad for, like, people who work for them. Oh, like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, man, brutal. We get another one, though. We get another Need for Speed. We're getting another Plants vs. Zombies. These franchises are still around. The Sims, still around. What if that Need for Speed (laughs) reveal is sick? And everyone listening is just like, haha, these suckers have no idea how cool this game looks. The dialogue is amazing. It's just like, okay. Sorry, right. was the was the Need for Speed Heat thing a, a, a leak, or did they put out the still uh, They announced the, the Need for Speed announcement will be happening on Wednesday. The title is leaked. Oh, okay. Wednesday is it tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh. That'll never happen to us again. <laughs> It'll happen. Come on. It'll I'm telling you, man. Do a Fast again. and Furious crossover. People yes. will love that. Wait, one one did. What was did it? it? Was it Forza game? Uh, yeah, it was a Forza. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again, EA. Did y'all hear that? Oh, oh it sounds like it's podcast halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of August. Hogue Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Or at least that good business lawyer's YouTube and podcast series, Virtual Legality. This week in Virtual Legality, Hogue discusses the issues with Evo's announcement of Solid Snake during the Tekken Finals, Mixer's controversial clothing rules and requirements, the ESA's carefully worded statement before the Federal Trade Commission regarding drop rate transparency for loot boxes, $200 million deals for the Game of Thrones showrunners, and much more. Check it all out at youtube.com slash H-O-E-G-Law or on your favorite podcast service. L. Thanis. Our gifted sponsor is SOS Children's Villages. Children are at the heart of everything SOS Children's Villages does, regardless of where they are in the world. SOS Children's Villages is the largest non-governmental organization dedicated to the long-term care of orphaned and abandoned children across the globe. For more information and to donate, the link is in the description. Car Keys Express. If you need a replacement car key or a remote, check out carkeysexpress.com slash store. Use the coupon code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 10% off of your order. They are proud sponsors of Easy Allies. And our mega sponsor, ViewSonic. It goes without saying that gaming relies on fast reaction times, and you're often finding yourself on the losing end of those nail-biting standoffs. The problem might not be your performance, it might be your monitors. With ViewSonic Elite's expansive line of gaming monitors, users are delivered the performance modern gaming requires. Take the 24-inch XG240R. With its blazing 144Hz refresh rate and 1 millisecond response time, you'll experience the hyper-responsiveness of esports pros. And with the XG240R's fully customizable RGB backlighting, 
Users can sync to partnered hardware to illuminate their gaming atmosphere. Learn more about ViewSonic Elite by visiting ViewSonic.com Elite. And for giveaways and updates, follow ViewSonic Gaming on social media. All of, these, all of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. How's it feel to do those live? Woo! A little rusty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's tough, dude. Yeah, it was in the high 90s. I think I would score that one. Oh, that, okay. That, that halftime, yeah. A little rusty. Okay. High 90s. High 90s. <laughs> high 90s. Oh, normally, I'm, gosh, perfect. Yeah. No, normally, <laughs> I'm that one, I just, yeah. <laughs> it's a little weird. Wow. Dip do do it on the phone, actually. Cool I, I usually write those down, but I tried that one on the phone. Yeah, worth noting to listeners, Jones was using his phone. It's a little weird. Was Saving little, that paper. Saving that paper, baby. Yeah. Uh, Hoke's talking about a lot of stuff this week. I'm frazzled. He's got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, we too. Uh... Nintendo. Big old company. Go on. (laughs) You got me. A long history with Nintendo. Uh, They have filed an FCC ID Mm. for Super Nintendo controllers that would be compatible with your Nintendo Switch. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Credit where it's due. Uh, (laughs) This is funny. I saw the headline. I'm like, haha, a headline not from Reset Era. If you just read the article, it comes from Reset Era. Uh, There was a guy (laughs) or gal named Link83 who just like just happened upon this FCC filing an image of the back of a Super Nintendo controller, basically, that was filed. You know, like for some reason, if you have like wire, if it's speaking wirelessly to a thing, you have to talk to the FCC and get their permission Mm -hmm. to make this thing. Um, it's basically what you would expect the NES controller for Switch to look like. Uh, there may be ZL and ZR buttons on the top. Oh. Hmm. So it might have four shoulder buttons. Oh. Weird. Uh, the NES controller, I believe, also you, like, click in to charge it. Uh, yeah. It seems like that would be happening at the top of this one as well, but which is weird because that's where the shoulder buttons go. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, like, that's how the Joy-Cons yeah. work as well. You mm-hmm. know, you just mm-hmm. kind of push those buttons through. Uh, whatever that hinge is. Uh, it's weird. Well, all we've seen is the back of this. But as w- with with the way that the NES thing worked, it went with the announcement that, hey, if you do our online service, you're going to get free NES games to play. Uh, we presume that when this thing is released, we will have free Super Nintendo games to play uh, with our Nintendo online service payments. About time. In- included. Yeah. Free. I mean, I've been kind of waiting for these yeah. controllers. Because they've been, you know, they've been selling, you know, they've been on those two-for-one bundle or whatever for uh, the NES controllers. Mm-hmm. And, like, if they're going to do Super Nintendo, I'm not buying the NES ones. Exactly, dude. <laughs> they're going to be... Exactly, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've just been waiting. Yeah, it's just a better controller. Uh, and and I guess, you know, like, data mining has had revealed that... that their system is ready for Super Nintendo games. I feel like that was last year we were talking about mm-hmm. it, like that, it, that it's inevitable. Uh, still inevitable, still not announced. And so the way that the NES thing works is it's got a little gruesome. It's just, it's, you know, two or three games a month. This month we get two games on that service. Uh, but, uh, yeah, some ones that haven't been re-released digitally before. So that's, that's yep. cool when that happens. It's totally cool when that happens. Uh, but some are just total bummers. Some are just mm-hmm. like, man, I cannot play this game right now because i find it incredibly boring right super bomb jack you're not good dude you're a I tried bad game. city connection i'm like was still it took me a while just to figure out what that game was about no blood and people praise that game <laughs> get out of here city connection you're like just, you're like pac-man man you're on the level of mappy uh it's just it's not there you know uh but it, I, I can imagine it's got to be hard to figure out the deal that 
that works to get these games. I know, man. Because like nobody's going to be paying for them. You just get like some slice of that online pie. I have to assume, though, they're looking at their numbers and how much it's fallen off. Mm. I'm going to take a huge leap. I bet fewer than 20,000 people played City Connection. You know what I mean? I bet I bet very few people there. I bet they have a lot of people who pay for the service so they can play Smash Brothers online. Right. Uh, but I bet I bet very very few people are like going through and playing these games. Yeah. Well, I and I think one of the things that's interesting is I don't think that these announcements usually get enough traction. Well, for one, like then they announce like the next two games like two or three weeks like before they're even available. Oh, do they do that much? They do, all I see is the tweets. I see right. the tweets. Right, because like, like I saw like, oh, trailer. Vice Project Doom, and then I like, looked, and I was like, oh, on like August 21st? I'm like, okay. Like, is that when that comes out? I think so. Dang, and I'm like, uh, I, I want to check that game out, but it's like, same. it's not yet. Yeah. That game actually looks cool. Is that one of the ones that's never been re-released? I think so. Uh, yeah, it looks actually very, very cool. Uh, <laughs> did not know it's going to be that long until it comes out. That's too long, man. Yeah, so it's that, that's what's what's weird. It's like if, if you're going to announce something like that, that like you basically instantly access on your Switch, anyways, and like just announce it when it's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you for- foresee any true excitement for the Super Nintendo games? Oh, for the Super Nintendo games, yeah, yeah, yeah I, th- I, I think so. How long until we get over it? It'll get be... over the excitement, yeah. But after they come it'll out, it'll be a, a couple of months. But it, yeah, I, I blood. I think it'll be a couple of months. Yeah, it yeah. depends on the games. Man. And uh, like, and then we'll be ready for N sixty four. Like, I just you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, the system is so hard to do. You'll have to really amaze people with the games because you can't. I think just put out Link to the Past and Super Mario World and be like, okay, n- we know you love them, and yeah, people will for like a twenty minutes. Yeah, another take is like th- there's always those w- like really bad movies that are on Netflix, like a really really bad movie. But you're just like, I have to watch this. You know, it's been 20 years since I watched this horrible horrible film. Let's do this, you yeah. know, <laughs> some weird John Travolta, you know, like just face off, like I'll oh, watch it again. Let's do it. Uh, I kind of feel that way about PS Plus. You know, it's like, oh, this was a game I wouldn't make time for this, but I own it now. It's free. You know, yeah. it's like for, for, again free for me. Like if I'm already logged onto the service. And so part of me actually kind of wants City Connection. Part of me wants like. What is this? Like, oh, I've never heard of this weird, dumb game. And that like, part of you is not big enough. You're not playing that, though. You have I, City Connection on your Switch right now. That's the thing. When I jump into City Connection yeah. and, like, hate it, like, I don't then hate the service I have for the Switch. I'm just like, what a weird game. You know, I'm like, yeah. this was kind of fun to get that opportunity to not care about how much value I'm really getting out of City Connection because it was fun to just get that up a weird opportunity. It's like one game Ryan Stevens won't tell me about for the first time. Ha-ha! <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I, there's so many of those things that I missed. There's so many. Remember just going through Toys R Us and just like that was a f- huge catalog when that NES was in stores. Yeah. So it's kind but of fun. What uh, I'm the, saying the right now stuff. is you have City Connection on your Switch. Yeah. You did not play that. Right. But I think I, I do think there is value just in kind of knowing it's there. Okay. It's the same thing. It's the same thing as that, like. For me, one or two video services, it's like HBO and Netflix, and like that's about all I can, you know, it's like mm-hmm. that just shuffles. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's HBO look like for the next six months? Uh, okay. Okay. Like, yeah, when yeah. does Disney Plus come out? Maybe uh, yeah, shift yeah. around. Get Hulu for free, and then with that, nice. Yeah, I, uh, I, hope, I hope, Blood, you're so right that it's cool. Hey, this game's never been re-released. Like, just, it yeah. can't have SNES yeah. classics for the first yeah. six months. Or else and we like talk about, yeah, we talk yeah. about game preservation, too. Like, we've definitely on this podcast been like, yeah, we should preserve, like, more games. It's like, City Connection, get out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, like, there is, like, a happy medium. It's yeah. just, you know, for, things can, can be old and dumb, but still cherished in a weird way. Yeah. Do you think that they'll ever, I mean, like, they'd have to go through 64 and GameCube first, but, like, they could put Wii games on here because the Joy-Cons would work as a Wii remote, right? Yeah, and here's the weird thing, it? Ian, is I feel like 
I was just thinking about this. I don't feel comfortable with them putting RPGs on the service because it could go away. No. Oh yeah. You know, you're not you're not downloading them. It's not something that you have on your console forever. Mm-hmm. It's just like this little Netflix window, and it's just like it's. Well, you download them so you can play them locally. Like you can yeah. download them to play on a plane or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, yeah, they yeah. are downloaded, but yeah, he he somehow just like yeah, you need the service to access them. Yeah, right. And so, yeah. like, I don't want them to have longer, substantial games on there because it's just like, oh, it could mm. poof, it could totally poof. Yeah, it's scary. Huh. Just in the Maybe they would console. give you an option to like buy them or something. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> we wish desperately. Yeah, we they probably, wish. especially third parties, they probably won't. No, oh, yeah, fair, no. fair, fair, fair. That's probably just the way the deal works out. Just kind of when we're talking about games getting delisted, like yeah. that Pacific Rim. It's like they had that deal for you know maybe eighteen months or something. Uh, Ducktales. Yep. Yeah. Just last week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Ducktales remastered. Wait, you can't get that anymore. Nope. I think you lost your shot. I got it. Should Whoa. I cover it on this podcast? I mean, I got it already. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That's yeah. funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, that's just to me, like... To me, Kyle, it yeah. feels like they're doing the bare minimum. Yes. Like, how long, let's how, go, man. Like, let's get some GameCube or, like, N64 out or something, man. Right. Let's go. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> What's the be, deal? There's got to be some level of... I mean, even, you know, at, at some point you would think they would work up to it, but it's going so slow that they won't. But you would think that there would even be some way for them to have that service even for, for Switch games. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of like Game Pass, you know, just have a, a, a library of stuff that people can access when they're paying a subscription. Can but, I give you my imagination of, of the progress reports, though? Hey, we have this many pr- pr- uh, subscribers. Wow, very good. Continue. Mm-hmm. That's probably it. Yep. Yeah, yeah I think I think like they don't... I think one of you said it a second ago where it's like, uh, this isn't the service they're selling. The service they're selling is you get to play Smash Bros. Yes. And this is just a bonus. Like, they don't care about this mm-hmm. at all. And like they could if they if they started putting out like banging SNES and sixty four games on it, then yeah, maybe it could become like this cool service, but eh, too much work. They've been adding features though. Like they added the rewind. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I played a lot of Marvel three uh on Switch Online. Not a great service. <laughs> Not very happy with the service I'm paying <laughs> right. for. Did you use the voice chat on your phone? Uh no, we just used uh WhatsApp. I'm not like I'm not gonna. I deleted that app, dude. It's yeah. like it's so <laughs> stupid. There's no reason for this thing. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's move on to love and respect. Love and respect. Love and respect. Of course, the segment in which our patrons uh, send us topics to cover. Uh, we almost talked about the tariffs. I'm afraid that got booted to our politics podcast. So if you give $10,000 or more on our Patreon, you can have access to that. Um, Phase four, man. <laughs> uh, let us start with, let me start with a little quick one. You know what? I like this kind of thing. Just a PSA. That the Red Dead 2 OST finally dropped on August 9th. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You can download it on Spotify right now. Mm. It rules. Love and respect. John. Yeah. Oh. Sweet. John. Yes. <laughs> John. John sent that in. Watch out, John. John. Oh, uh, shout out the Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross orchestral like set just came out too. Yeah. This is beautiful stuff. Yes. This is so cool that like that just have like digital access to these things. Yeah. Which used to be very expensive CDs. Oh, they still are. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They're yeah. still expensive. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I think it's a very, very cool yeah, trend. Because the Chrono thing, is that on Spotify too? Or no? I don't know. It's, I just saw I like, the physical, physical one. Yeah. But Blood, you were saying that Spotify's got a lot of video game music, right? They had all Final Fantasy now on Just there, recently, yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, they just launched the Square. Castlevania went on there recently. The Square thing. Man, that is so, so cool. slick. Yeah, that's really, really so slick. Cool. I love that. Um, okay. This might be interesting uh, because we have a father on the panel. Sup, allies. Sup. As an old-timer gamer... I've been missing not having any cheat devices like GameShark for the last couple of console generations. However, there's been a new trend recently of not just re-releasing old games, but including cheats in them as well, the Final Fantasy games being the prime example. I also appreciated how RE2 had unlockable cheats, but a little later made those available for additional cost. I would love... If devs went the route RE2 did by not just including cheats in their game as unlockables, but also made it paid content. What? This is a troll. You, this you is not a troll. You could buy the, like, the, weapon up, like, the weapons? Yeah. I thought it was just an update. What? I didn't think you had to buy them. Whoa. Check it out. I'm going to check. Check, check it, out. it out. Check it out what we can buy that, for RE2. Dude, that's a tempting purchase. i got to be honest. Okay. Sure. Because I want like, that in RE2, and that's hard. Oh. Yeah, that, the, I think it's the rocket launchers. Oh, like, that's tough. That you have to work this is for great. it. This but. is really good. Uh, how do you gents feel about yeah, this? Yeah, you do buy it. Five bucks. What? Five bucks for a rocket launcher? <laughs> All rewards unlocked DLC. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, oh five dollars? Okay. Oh. Jones is in. Can cheats be the next loot boxes, or do I just need to get good and stop living in the past? Our alliance has never been stronger. Mark Paris. Man. I it mean, is kind of a fun like idea. A mod, it's like a... That's like DLC. It's a $5 mod, Jones. You're considering it, though. This is interesting to me. Well, it's, I mean, yeah. That's sticky. That's messy business. Oh, super sticky. Am I excited to spend that $5? 100%. Am I super tempted to do that? Oh, yeah. Wow. That's a big, big deal for me in every Resident Evil game to go through with that. Mm. The the toughest thing I can get my hands on and just ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. Every room to be like, bring it, you know, and like almost got there with RE2. Like definitely got some of the better guns. And I've definitely done playthroughs of that where, like, I'm not really worried. You know, like, the boss fights are pretty fun because I can just unload all my Magnum rounds that I've, like, saved up. But still, like, just one-shotting everything. Like, that, that's a special deal. What do you have to deal. do to get that thing? Which one? The rocket there's a, launcher. There's you have a to timed... beat it on hardcore and you have to get S+, plus, which I think involves beating under 2 hours and 30 minutes. It's 2.30, no saves. No, you get You three. cannot save. You get three, I think. Okay. Brutal, dude. Because I, yeah, I was, I was yeah. three minutes off. It was that, yeah. There's oh. like a, yeah. There's a, you just follow a YouTube video. It's just such a specific amount of time, and it's so focused that I just never, like, I was too scared yeah. to do it. I was always like, oh, I'm going to get it two hours into it and mess it up irreversibly and have to, like, start all over. And if I was three minutes off, I'd pay the five bucks. But everything leading up to that, to get the better guns, because you, like, tr- you, like, leapfrog it. Like, you do one playthrough, get that gun, use that gun to do then get mm-hmm. a better time on the next playthrough, so on and so forth. Like, yeah. I love unlocking that though like oh it's great the sure. journey of unlocking it yeah. is so fun but in re7 you do it right Jones? yeah you can do an re7 you do um, it in, like all the re games yeah. a lot yeah. of that stuff but like i understand if you don't have time to do that or whatever wait so brad you were three minutes off did you go back and just do it again right after no i didn't i didn't do it on leon after that okay because there's like one of the there's like near the end i was just yeah. doing to see if i could do it i thought i had a certain amount of time left but i actually didn't so oh. i like kind of mm. kind of relaxed a little then I saw it at the end. I was like, oh, no, dude. Dang, man. That hurts. That really, really kind hurts. Kind of. It was still cool, though. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, free cheats still, are super yeah. consumer friendly. And they're definitely what everybody should do. It's a mean, mean thing to hide mm-hmm. behind a paywall. But I, I, I mean, it's like I would still also game. do it. And I yeah. don't like 
you it's know, single player, I, I, I guess, it doesn't so... make me want to give Capcom the stink eye for something like it's that. It's weird. I mean, Rage was advertising their cheats. Mm-hmm. Rage Two, excuse me, wasn't um, that strange? They were just like putting big that deal to Rockstar, GTA Five, and Red Dead Two, big cheat games. Yeah, oh, lots yeah, of yeah, lots yeah. of cheats in yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, would you pay five dollars to unlock all the cheats in Red Dead? Sure. Really? Yeah. Huh. To me, it's it's like I if, would feel great about it, you know, but yeah. I would uh, do it. <laughs> to me, it's like if they're goofy and silly, it's worth more. It's like then it's something you can charge for. But if it's just like like if they charged money for like money uh, cheats in Sims or something like that would be dumb. Mm-hmm. But it, since oh, it's that's like straight up microtransactions, right? Yeah. But since it's like a, a funny infinite ammo gun or like you know maybe costumes or whatever, whatever it is, like silly stuff, then it, it's a little more forgivable, I guess. I guess where it is forgivable is that you can earn it in game. Yeah. It's just so weird. Yes. To me, it's not that different from microtransactions because it's monetizing your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But it is also monetizing your effort, right? It is monetizing, like, hey, my skill level is not there, bud. I'm never going to get S+. Plus. Here's $5. It's almost like that's, that. That's, like, where I'm at is, like, it's, like, is it? Because I know I probably wouldn't be good enough to do that in RE2. And it's, like, if I was still super hyped about it, now I get to have the fun guns, too. And, like, yeah, I'd have to pay 5 bucks, but I didn't have to try 80 times and fail or whatever. Yeah. I love when they do stuff like that, but you can't like unlock achievements or trophies when you have that kind of stuff though. So you still, you still like get a reward for putting yeah. in the work. Yeah. 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 I, I can't then do that playthrough. It like locks me out mm-hmm. from then, like starting another playthrough after that or something, or, you know, it's just like, okay, well now that you've bought that, mm-hmm. there's nowhere to go. So that you, there's no reason to, you know, or you just from this to, save file, you just have to turn yeah, them off or whatever or something. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, the Rockstar games do that, where like mm. any achievements yeah, yeah. automatically go away. Mm. I definitely frowned upon my friends who had Game Sharks. I had a Game Shark. I frowned upon you. I looked <laughs> out oh, to Game Sharks. Doing man. the yeah. moonwalk stuff at Ocarina Time was awesome. No, I frowned. I, frowned. I, mean, I beat that game like five times before I even had the Game Shark. I, I think that's it, right? Like if if it's if it's just you like playing around with the limitations of a game, it can actually be yeah, fun, even get, from like it, a like, programming standpoint. It gave standpoint. me even more replay value just messing yeah. around with stuff. Yeah, that was always my rule as a kid, like. Once I beat the game, I can look at walkthroughs and use cheats. You know, you just have to beat the game first. That was my, like, self-imposed whatever. Kyle, there's a super Star Wars cheat that was so rad where you would hold down either, like, all the face buttons or the shoulder buttons in the Super Nintendo and mm-hmm. just, like, walk through the wall. Just any wall. Like, you would automatically just, as while you were holding those buttons down, you had no weight and you would just mm. float through the environment. Yeah. So they were, like, maps kind of like, you know, Mega Man style no where you're just clip. going left and right through hallways and you yeah. just drop through the whole thing. It's pretty uh, fun. Uh, mm. That game is also insanely hard. And I like yeah. Actually, Star Wars. Right. I don't yeah. have a problem with it. Cheat away, man, because that game just, like, <laughs> pretty difficult. Sucks hard you know just like don't do that to people <laughs> they just want to be luke skywalker don't hurt them for that it. it took me a while to beat oh, that when i was younger man. Earn those eight credits man it's great <laughs> you really do uh all right let's play a silly game you want to get to the death star dude and you're like fine next oh man so cool you fly the x-wing in that game yeah cool those levels are actually the, some of the easier ones which was nice like yeah. to get to the end of the mode seven, all the running like, guns oh, are the nice. hardest <laughs> uh i have a game for you folks that i hope you'll enjoy some of my absolute favorite bets that you guys do are the how many times will a word or phrase appear in the 10 most recent reviews ones. This game is essentially the same as those bets. I will present you with a game and simply uh, you must guess how many times you think the specified word phrase uh, appeared in that game's 10 most recent top critic reviews on Open Critic. Okay. The number of times it appears, uh, okay, that's all for me. Okay, here we go. Uh, Love and Respect, Anachronistic Timepiece. Here we go. Great name. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Middle Earth, Shadow of War. Ten most recent reviews. How many times do we see the word microtransaction? Oh, 11. 22. Uh, 
13. Blood wins on that one is, is seven. Ah. Seven times. Not too much. That game was heavy with microtransactions. Yeah. <laughs> once you say it once, though. But that's the three that did. But like, fascinating. Like that's a that was a huge or maybe part more. of the game. Yeah. Maybe what more. do you say instead? It's like you. It's. I think you're just not acknowledging it. Yeah. Right. Like I. I don't know if there were really I mean, any alternatives. Jones, you didn't. Or get did into that. You could really, pay you? for this. Um, if yeah. You want. Oh sure. Without you can pay for upgrades the, you can, without using the Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes you can just kind of reference it and be like, "These are here, but you know, sure, didn't affect me. Not a big deal." Super Mario Maker Two. The word is slope. Slope. Yes. Two. Three. Ten times. Wow. wow. Ten times. People are all about them slopes. Yep. Uh, New features include slopes. Red Dead Redemption 2. How many times are you going to hear the word horse? <laughs> oh. uh, 16. 19. I was going to say 16 13. Also. 68. What? Yeah! 68. Yeah! <laughs> Whoa. Fun Great. fact. One review used the word horse 28 times. Oh, <laughs> That's really good. Lord. That's more than any it was of us Jones. The person has got a lot to say about the horse. We got to get them a copy of the Busted Trifecta. Yeah. yeah. Or a thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's not a lot of other words what about for horses. Equine. <laughs> Your That's steed. It. Your steed. Your uh, trusty companion. Prey from 2017. How many times do we see the word shock as in bio or system? Oh. Six. Five. Eight. Four. Thirty. What? Yeah. Thirty. 30. Fun fact, the Easy Allies review used the word shock zero times. <laughs> cool. That's right. Um, sea of Thieves. I would think so. How many times uh, you see the word? He didn't look up my number of horses. I'm offended. Yeah, how many <laughs> horses did John use? Uh, sea of Thieves, booty. Booty? Booty. 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 One. Four. Two. Two times. Yeah. Oh. Two Damn times. It, what? Yeah. Uh, I reviewed it. <laughs> Days yeah. gone. How many times did you see the word boozer? <laughs> boozer? Boozer. Not enough. Is that like a name? Or yeah, it's a good name. One, three, two, 24. Whoa. Out of 10? Out of 10. Are you insane? Because <laughs> it's got to be a game. Like, people <laughs> must know, love like, Boozer. What is there to Never say? played this game, apparently. Why bring him up a second what time? Is there to what? Say? what? <laughs> boozer is funny. I would have called him Booze Man in my <laughs> review. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, Does Booze Man count? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of introducing this segment. Maybe we will, uh, phase four. Uh, that's just called shout out. Um, shout out to Days Gone for implementing this crazy taxi DLC. Yeah, there's. Did some, you see this thing? No, oh. I haven't really dug in, but they've been. Yeah, there's a lot of. They're you, getting silly now, which is great. You're boozer cool. in a golf cart. Yeah, and you basically pick up people and drop them off yeah. in this crazy zombie infested <laughs> open world. Like Tucker's golf cart. That's funny. Yeah. Um, it's the one. It's so yeah. It's one of the story missions. Cool. Somebody takes you. Oh, so maybe you're Tucker. It. I assumed this guy was boozer because there was a bunch of beers in his. Uh, golf cart, but whatever. I don't know. For honor, how many times do you see the word Valhalla? <laughs> uh, three, one, nine, zero. Oh, oh. nice. <laughs> Judgment. I thought Hebrew would have put Valhalla in here. Yeah. Uh, how yeah, many times do you maybe. see the word Yakuza in ten Yakuza? Judgment reviews? Ten. Oh, ten. Thirty. One, one per. One per review. Twenty-eight. One hundred and twenty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. In ten reviews. Yes. One hundred twenty-one. Fantastic. Fun fact, the Easy Allies review has once again been the only review to not use the word yakuza. Wow. Good job, Ben. How did he pull that off? I don't yeah. know. Ben, that restraint. Yeah. And meanwhile, ben Moore, yakuza, 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 yakuza. <laughs> and Ben's like, uh-uh. That's what they're expecting me to do. He definitely referenced Kazuma. Ooh, yeah, nice. maybe he just did Cosmonson. Jones, you said horse here. eight times. Thanks. Ooh, so, uh, thank nice. you, Ian. Including horses. That's probably a huge review, though. 
horse, 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 it. horse, horse. There's a lot to the horses There's actually a, yeah. in that game. I would say one thing about the horse and move on, man. What are you talking about the horse for so much? It appears in four Watch different find paragraphs. Out. Yeah, <laughs> check it out. The horse muscles are good. Yeah. Um, okay, okay, okay. Let me, uh, this game's—it's another game. I know people hate it when we do too many games. This is kind of like a. This is a fun like discussion game, though. I don't know what to think. What doing too many games? games? Three games too many. Oh, Jones, like you know, just even in the the uh, uh, poll that we sent out, just like hey, a lot of, too many games on the podcast, man. <laughs> really, they're my favorite part. I know it's brutal, man. Uh, okay, hey allies, I have a game for you called Heavy Influence. Simple. Pick one of two two video games to heavily heavily influence the development of the next listed game. Got it. So, for example, uh, next Metroid. Mm. Do you want it to be heavily influenced by Doom from 2016 or Dark Souls? Doom. Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Why Doom? Um, I don't know. I like, mean, Metroid Prime could use snappier shooting, that's for sure. It could be, yes, yeah. for sure. Uh, I guess I just haven't played. I clearly am not like the Metroid fan in the room. <laughs> um, but I've just or never. Or the Dark Souls fan. Uh, I do, but I have pl- I've played more Souls games than I have Metroid games, mm-hmm. and I always got the idea that like the goings through a Metroid world weren't that like brutal. You know, it's like it's really just like oh, what's in this area? Oh, let me get over there. Oh, that one enemy was kind of tough. Or oh, this one thing is weird. But like, do you die like five hundred times before you get to that next boss? Whereas like with Doom, just the way I'm like just like so many things are flying at me, and I'm just trying to get through, and I have so many weapons and so many different tools. And, the, and, and especially with uh, Doom 2, with the uh, Eternal, talking about, like, moving and grappling and all that stuff. Yeah. Just feels more. This is interesting. I didn't, and a, the sci-fi. I, I might just be thinking sci-fi. It's funny that connection. you uh, went to difficulty there. I, I wasn't thinking difficulty at all. I was just thinking, like, world design and, like, the interconnectedness mm-hmm. uh, of Dark Souls mm-hmm. is, like, done so well that a Metroid, yeah. 3D Metroid would really, it'd be good. Well, I mean, they already do it really well too. So it's other yeah. M, yeah, the, other their story in Doom being like, 2016 Whoa. was pretty cool. Like, or so far, I, I still haven't finished it. But uh, it's funny. I mean, it's just enough. What you brought mm-hmm. up is like in Metroid Prime games, there is a Bloodborne-esque traveling back to the bosses that can be super annoying. Just like when you die in the boss, you don't just spawn again right in front of it. You got to go all the way back. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Metroid Prime Two? Just like oh, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> it's just very, very similar. I mean, I, I guess, yeah, sure. there are Metroidvania-esque stuff in Bloodborne and Dark Souls. Uh, GTA 6, Just Cause 4, or Witcher 3? Witcher 3. Witcher 3. What did I do? Why did I even pick this one? <laughs> three. This one has a lot of games on it, and like I, some of them I'm like, okay, we can cut that one. That's too obvious, right? Yeah. Wait, yeah. Witcher 3. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, <laughs> Elder Scrolls 6. Horizon Zero Dawn, or Breath of the Wild? Breath of the Breath Wild. Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. The Elder Scrolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, attached to Elder Scrolls? You want Breath of the Wild version of that? Yeah. Uh, Horizon is al- already basically Elder Scrolls. Kinda. Uh, but I mean, combat is definitely a lot. Well, Breath of the Wild is pretty Elder Scrolls, too. Elder Scrolls is all yeah. about just but cruising like around and finding weird and stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um, definitely the traversal is something, a huge thing they could learn from Breath yeah. of the Wild. Yes. Yes. You, you just kind of like hop climb yeah. in Elder Scrolls, where it's like if they actually had like a, a grappling system. Oh, yeah, I guess the exploration. Fun. Also, horse, 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 I think horse, 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 Zelda than horse, horse, Horizon. Horse, horse, that's for sure. Yeah, sure. like rewarding emergent narrative, like world crap. So good in Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's, but, let's, uh, I think you need all like the story stuff though too. Like, for an Elder Scrolls game, yeah, you, you need do. all. Yeah, of yeah that. you definitely yeah. need it. Yeah. But I totally do. But you're talking about adding a spice. Yeah, you know, not taking stuff away. Heavily much. influence. Yeah. 
Also, I just think Breath of the Wild's world felt bigger to me than Horizon. Sure. Same. For sure. Yeah. Even if it's not, it felt bigger, for sure. Um, all right, let's talk about Breath of the Wild 2, then. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be heavily influenced by God of War from 2018 or Red Dead Redemption 2? God of War. Really? I think that if it did story the way God of War did, that would be really, really cool. And you could because if, hopefully, Link is following Zelda around as he plays her, <laughs> Uh, they could talk. It would be dope. I, I have no confidence in Nintendo pulling off a story like that. Neither right. do I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they would have an influence. Yeah. What if Corley, Corey Barlog and like a crew goes over and works on Breath of the Wild 2? Hel- Corey, help him. Yeah. <laughs> help him out. Help him. Nice. They need it, man. Also, I don't, think, I don't think Breath of the Wild needs that much story. Right. Which is why we go Red Dead Redemption. Well, I guess Red Dead Red Redemption Dead 2 has also far too much story. Heavy. Yeah. Like far too much. Huh. I think Red Dead is just a more interesting world to explore than God of War. There's sure. parts I like about God of War, like I like the combat and I like the story between them. But when I think of Breath of the Wild, I think of exploration out in this huge world, like running into random people. Yeah. And I think they do that really well. Uh, the most Zelda-like moment of God of War to me is when you're lowering the lake and then suddenly this location has so many more things you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love that like, stuff. Think about God of War, there's not a lot of characters in it. Which is not a problem with the game at all. But I'm just saying, like, Red Dead has towns you go to. There's people you interact with. Like, a, You feel like you're in a huge world instead of kind of just, like, in an isolated area. Very true, yeah. Yes, okay. Brad. Yes. Yes, Brad. Yes, Brad. Okay. Uh, also, like, it ain't broke, so don't fix it, kind of. Yeah, those are three really good games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could just shift that Triforce, like, in any direction. Like, mm. okay, now God of War is going to learn from these two games. Uh, the successor to Wii Sports. Okay. It's happening. We're, we're, we're pretending. It is? No, no, no. Pretend-wise. Okay. <laughs> if it is happening. I thought about that earlier today when we were talking about the Switch. It's like, what happened? We sports, man. This used to be huge. Yeah. I don't we're... think it would work. I was thinking about 1-2 Switch as well. It's like, if you release a sequel to that, it will bomb. Mm. It was just there for the beginning of that console right. launch. And That's when those games Especially because, like, yeah. upcoming Switches, it won't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, try that with your light. Uh, okay. Uh, successor to Wii Sports. Fortnite or Overwatch? What? Yep. Which one? <laughs> Which one should it heavily influenced by? Uh, <laughs> Fortnite? Overwatch. Bowling Battle Royale. Yeah. I need Wii Sports lore. Yeah. I'm with you. Because I actually dug that with good, the resort. Yeah. I liked that Wii Sports Resort was also the oh, don't get Pilot Wings 3DS yeah. yes. island. Woo-hoo I was like, island? oh, this is a cool island. Like, gonna, I, I think it's called I can't Woo-hoo wait to, island. Cons- yeah. to keep returning here in future Nintendo releases. Oh, wait. Never mind. Yeah, oh, just like Smash Bros. Done. Characters. Is it? Oh, nice. Oh, and in Mario Kart. There's a Mario Kart track on Woohoo Island. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, John. You get so excited. I Here, really I love this island. I don't even I really remember the name it. of it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. Kay. Overwatch lore. Yeah. Great. I want to know who these people are. Boxes. Uh, let's do. Let's do one more. They're all me's. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. You add. You add characters. Like you add, you're the trainers and stuff. You know, like pilot wing style, yeah. where you have like, mm. all right, I'm going to teach you how to do. You have like the bowling champ and the. Yeah. Yeah. Check out if you don't know what Woohoo Island is all about. Check, I'm sure it's there's really a, I'm sure there's a wiki page for it and all the parts of it. I love Woohoo Island. All right, last one. This one's actually pretty tricky. Here we go. Next fable. Mm. Dishonored two, or Divinity Original Sin two. Oh, uh, I think Divinity would work better for a game like that. Yeah, like I love Dishonored, but fable as that kind of thing. Like I guess like the the point they're getting is the choices you kind of make. I guess. Yeah, the but Divinity's like insane amount of depth that you could do yeah i i wonder if, if that 
a Fable budgeted game can do well with the Divinity style. I mean, I think sure. still I mean, it wouldn't be a, a Divinity game. style. Like, it like I don't like expect a Divinity it to be, game. Yeah, I don't Just expect influenced. it to be. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the choices. Quest you design. The so- yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm going Dishonored 2, but I'm not on the panel. Well, I just uh, think, because um, Dishonored 2 would be more of a gameplay focus. Yes. Whereas if Fable 4 came out and that first trailer was like, all right, hear us out. We're going to do this weird gameplay thing. I'd be like, oh, no. Why are you doing that to Fable? Why don't you just make another, I hear just you. make a bigger, prettier, you know, deeper, more elaborate Fable. Okay. We're talking squirrels. Is Divinity a squ- talking squirrel game? Yes. I know there are talking animals. Talk animals. I don't know about dogs. Dogs. Nice. I think cat was the example for this. Is this like a, a skill that you have that you can hear from them? Yeah, you need an animal yeah. friend yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, love and respect. Liquid log. Thank you. Liquid Thanks, log. liquid log. All right, uh, and let's do one more. That's just kind of a shout out. Okay. Uh, oh, you know what? It kind of touches on um, what you were talking about earlier, Jonesy. Um, just gotta find it. Kyle, organize these better. Okay. Nope. Still not there. And and it is. Oh, my goodness, Oh, Kyle. boy. All right, all right. Hey, Jones, how's your week going, dude? Hey, it's going pretty good. Yeah? Back at work, back from paternity leave. My second day in. How much do you talk to your baby? Um, uh, A lot. You, just very procedurally, you know? Just uh, also helps to get the uh, <laughs> to get the frustrations out if you're a little, a little frustrated. It's not going to get you very far being frustrated with, like, a you know, <laughs> five-week-old. Mm-hmm. But if you just talk about it, like, oh, okay, we're... Uh, you ate an hour and a half ago. We're doing it again. All right. Well, that means I have to get the bottle out of here. And we got to do this. You know, it's just like. <laughs> so you're sarcastic with just, your child. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't know. You know, yeah. well. keep, you keep the tone conversational and light. <laughs> he's just like, hey, me, me and my dad are having a chat. But I am just dragging that kid. Yep. <laughs> Drag him. Okay, here we go. I finally found that one I was looking for. Uh, Xbox's Games Pass is the modern day demo disc. Mm. The it's only a dollar gimmick got me in the door And I've been hooked ever since I initially played games that I wanted to play anyway But progressed outside my comfort zone quickly I would download several games for a weekend And play each for an hour or so Deleting or keeping as I went along If it wasn't for Game Pass I wouldn't have played RE4 Too Spooky Or Banner Saga Too Turn Based (laughs) (laughs) Imagine that in a review. Two turn-based. Uh, <laughs> because I, I didn't want to waste my money on a game I may not like. Thanks, Huber and Bloodworth, for hyping those games up to me. Uh, I love both of these games immensely, and I'm now looking for to buy more Resident Evil games, a series I wrote off completely for not being for me. Gotcha. No real question, but I wanted to shout out a service that is great for someone like me, but maybe not for Microsoft. Love and respect, Ryan. <laughs> uh, saying not for Microsoft because they're presumably losing money on this right. still. But um, they still like games that are on Games Pass still sell. Yeah. That's like what they saw with Sea of Thieves and um, State of Decay 2. And so, yeah, I think that this is a had crack huge change. You. Had a crackdown, dude. Not good. Because, like, I feel like Games Pass yeah. is pretty new with Sea of Thieves and stuff. Mm-hmm. You got to pump the brakes on my praise there. I get, <laughs> I get uh, crackdown was crackdown, though. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how, like, Halo does, right? Halo will explode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Blood's Boy Ninja is going to be streaming it. It's just going to be <laughs> it's gonna be huge, dude. Uh, but, yeah, I, I always like praise for Games Pass. I know we do it a lot. Honestly, even on this podcast, I always say, man, that thing is cool. Uh, it makes me nervous for Microsoft, you know. But, like, uh, it is, like, a fundamentally different thing Mm -hmm. it is a game a demo disc yeah which we don't exist we don't get to try out games like that unless you're doing like orange Mm -hmm. box right yeah i mean there's demos we did the oninaki demo the other week yeah they're so rare there used to be a demo for every game 
but like I understand what he's talking about. Like yes, having just a wide sure. selection. Yeah. And just like, hey, I hated it. No big, no loss. Yeah, whatever. There's no loss for hating a game. Mm-hmm. Fifteen bucks. Yeah. Paid your entrance fee. They do kind of bury the demos. They're super hard to find. Oh, on the store these they days? On the stores. Yeah, and they like come out late too. It's like, hey, yeah. FIFA's oh, got a demo. Yeah. It's like, like what? the Switch demos. Like every once yeah. in a while, like I'll, I'll get that update of, of downloadable games, and a demo will just be like shoved in there along with the rest of the small games. I'm mm-hmm. like, why? Why is this here? Like, uh, like Kirby <laughs> Robo Boba is like, what, why now? Why not? <laughs> uh, but with Games Pass, the demo is the whole game. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and with Game Pass, you can uh, you can download that game. It can be Which on your actual cool. Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he wrote into the podcast and we're talking about it. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's working out for, for Xbox uh, uh, in terms of it's doing what I think they want it to do. Right. Do you think it'll shift how we think of, honestly, like think of purchasing games by the end of next generation? Maybe. I think it'll depend on how much other people jump into that. By what you mean, Sony? Yeah. 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 Sony. Uh, I don't see Nintendo really doing it maybe but it seems like a long shot Mm -hmm. um and then yeah would you know steam or somebody try to do anything like that so you're right i never thought of like steam trying it Mm -hmm. i mean steam i I mean they just have like a really good return policy but yeah i wondered i wonder if they could Hmm. pull that off i think they have no interest no probably not you know well yeah i think part of it is you know a lot of game pass Get sold on the fact that oh you can get these first party games yes day one on here yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Epic Game Store we should say does give out two games free and those are actually free you can yeah just go you can actually get them. those notifications like yeah. oh yeah. okay cool uh, I don't think that's sustainable I don't think they can do this for another forever year. No. it is insane what they give away for free new games every month or like they're all pretty every old week. games but it's often yeah no they look out like edith finch it's like but dude, that's a good game <laughs> <laughs> good but not new right 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 yeah. I, yeah yeah um yeah i wonder how new they are i haven't really kept tabs it is now time for bets gamescom next week as we record our podcast two weeks from now which will be be recorded again on a thursday how many Named characters will be revealed in Need for Speed Heat. Brandon Jones. Five. Daniel Bloodworth. Six. Oh. Bradley Ellis. Four. What? I'm, I'm taking the low on this. One. Whoa. Ian Hink. I'm taking the low on this. Zero. Oh, you beat me again. <laughs> no, I think for sure there will be like... Running? There's got to be like a crew and yeah, then like gonna be some, some mechanic on the God, side. Yeah. Yo, this is my boy Gears right here. Yeah. Oh, there's the mechanic. Yeah. Mohawk, get the yeah. wrench. <laughs> Gears and Mohawk are their names for sure, man. And then maybe some handler, someone yeah. that's like running the operation. Please Mr. No. X. Please no. Please don't let that be the game, please. Uh, what if there's a character named Speed and you're trying to get to them? <laughs> yeah. This, now you, we're talking. You, you have a need speed. for oh, speed. No. It is. It's Speed Racer. It's a person. Speed, please. Okay, uh, last week's bet was about, oh, the video that was posted to the Pokemon YouTube channel. Oh, uh, right. Hey, I bombed this bet. We wanted to know how many... <laughs> I saw it, like, the next day. I'm like, oh, that's gone. How many uh, thumbs down would appear uh, on the video that would, was posted? Uh, Blood, you bet 5K. Ben bet 15K, thumbs down. Uh, Huber bet 25,400... 37 uh, uh, thumbs downs. Uh, I bet 31K. Ian bet 26K. And so now I'm loading up that video. It's called 
a new team and new rivals in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Let me refresh it, just so we're clear. Um, ooh, that little switch snap. Uh, this revealed uh, some new characters. Do you want to see these? I did not. Okay. Check out Obstagoon, dude. Uh, okay, so it's at 2.196 million views. Uh, 70K thumbs up. 9.4K thumbs down. Daniel Bloodworth, you won that. Bet. Oh, I won it? Yes. <laughs> You won that Just kidding. Because uh, I think it was already at like eight or something like the first day. Yeah, that's what this is. Uh, it has half the views that the last video did. Okay. And so I think that's the big difference. It's not like the sentiment has risen a bunch. Well, I think that's actually a pretty good ratio, 70K to 10K. Um, but yeah, this one did not as much, have as much interest as the Gigantamax trailer. I got some trailers to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Skip this one. Uh, it's a uh, team shout is the name of the new team, Jones. Team oh, okay. shout. Team yell. They might be called team yell actually. It's <laughs> 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 number ten. Yell. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and they have like little megaphones, so cool. they they're just um, fans. <laughs> team they're, yell apparently. Yeah, team that's yell. Weird. That's not weird. Pokemon's man. weird, like, man. That's not weird. <laughs> this is what, like Team Rocket. Now there's a team, right? I forgot. I almost broke my rule. I'm not criticizing Pokemon. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Go nuts. You already said you didn't have to watch that trailer. You're, yeah. criti- you're implying the trailer is not worth it. You're criticizing it. Jones, go ahead and watch that trailer. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm going to put it on the list. Uh, because of Blood Just One, that brings our score to Scrappy Little Pigs 18. You uh, Gorgeous Gorillas 17. Oh, I'm back, Kyle. I'm back. Yeah, Jones, I think when you left, I think we had a four-point lead. Mm-hmm. And now it's dwindled down to it's one fine. point. It's no worries, man. It's no worries. Jones. We're halfway through the year. How many, thank you, Kev Board Arts, for this. How many bets do you think you've gotten right in the year, and how many do you think I've gotten right in the season? Oh, I don't know, like nine to seven or we something? We have 18 or? points. Yeah, okay, so like 10 and nine. 10 and eight. 10 and eight? Yeah, oh, cool. we're actually very close, way closer than I thought we'd be. Mm. Do you know who wins the most on the Gorgeous Gorillas? Uh, Brad. Hey, me. Daniel Bloodworth. Yeah, Bloodworth. Oh, Daniel right? Bloodworth. Yep. Yeah, he was always talking about Brad Yeah, he's got five points now. <laughs> yeah. Cerebral assassin. <laughs> Cerebral assassin. I've also had a little really bit cool. of advantage for the past couple of weeks. True, 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 true. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I've had Have more I chances. Won any? Don't ever Your doubt blood. Gone. Knowledge. <laughs> Ian, you've won. You've definitely won. <laughs> you won Not this year. Point. Oh man, have you won since we went into the studio? I don't. Didn't we split like a vote a couple weeks I think ago? We split, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you had won. like one or two splits. You man. got you got some points in there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> before we move on, let me remind you one more time that the podcast next week will be at an unusual time. We'll get it up as soon as we can after I record that Monday night in Germany. That will be a solo uh, Gamescom podcast. Uh, Thank you, Kyle, for doing that. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be fun, honestly. Yeah, it'll yeah, be cool. I think it'll be cool. Uh, week after that, you will be getting the podcast later, whether you are a five dollar patron or not. Uh, if you're a five dollar patron, you'll get that early on Fridays, and then if uh, you're not, it will be posted publicly on Sundays, and that will be the plan going forward for the Easy Eyes podcast in Phase Four. Uh, what I just briefly mentioned is that if you go to patreon.com slash easy allies, if you are a $5 patron and up, you get early access to many shows, easy allies podcast included. You will get it two days early, just shifted two days uh, into the future. Uh, so yeah, uh, amongst many other things. So definitely check out patreon.com slash easy allies to see what we're all about. Daniel Bloodworth, you've won. 
the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world, uh, to promote any Easy Allies video or maybe initiative that you'd like to promote. Uh, you get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Uh, yeah, so my Twitter handle is at dbloodworth2. Uh, and then uh, for a video uh, this week, actually, yeah, we shot it last week, because last week uh, I went up to uh, 2K. 2K flew me up to play uh, Borderlands 3 for a couple of hours. And then uh, the next day I talked with Ben. I ended up talking to Ben for like 45 minutes. So we trimmed that down a little bit. Okay, because what uh, I was going to say, 45 <laughs> minutes of Borderlands 3 is too long. <laughs> That's too long. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, it's still like 30 minutes. But okay, it's, all right. Yeah. <laughs> More digestible, at least. Yeah, for sure. So, so check that out. Uh, for final word, um, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast. Uh, when I was in Omaha, uh, there was uh, somebody who had asked me a question about uh, supporting on Patreon. And they're like, if, if I go up to like one of the higher tiers to get the reward for a month and go back down, you know, will you guys be like mad or upset or disappointed? And I'm like, no, like if you want that, if you want that D and D session with Ben for a month, like go for it. You know, that, that's, that's totally cool. We totally understand that people's, you know, what you can afford is going to change. You know, it's, I think to me, it's just more of like when you, like when you go in, like, you know, what your regular monthly thing, like that's something you want to look at, like, okay, Make that sustainable. Like when I give to places on an ongoing basis, there's some places like that where like, okay, if I want to like do this indefinitely, I pick a, a, a price that I know like no matter what happens in my life, like, okay, I, I can do that. I can give you 20 bucks a month or whatever. Um, and so look at that. But again, if there's like you want to get fan mail one month or you want to you know get in on that Q&A or community showcase, you can totally do that for a month and then go back to your, your regular level after that. Um, and then we'll see you before the next Blood Moon Rises. What I'm not a humongous fan of is Final Fantasy VII. What I am a huge fan of is marketing campaigns. Sexy. <laughs>